Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's begin now. That's our music. I'm Dusty Likens with my guy, Nick Price. Dusty. Nick. I'm so happy to be here with you right now. Oh, you have no idea. You have no idea how much time has been put into this season. I'll get to that. I feel like this is the only appropriate way to start this. I have these notes, but I got to say, I'm just fired up to be here today. Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Whoa! Whoa! You weren't ready for that, were you? I don't think I was ready for any of this, but then once it started, man, it just can't stop. No. We it's, did this two to six after the AFC Championship game, and twice. you know, twice. And especially that second day, it was tough, man. I've been here since about twelve hours ago. I ran the pregame and postgame. That's right. And during the game and in between. And I ain't done, man. I got all the energy in the world. I'm still riding. I bet it doesn't feel like it. it I, I bet when you think about all those hours and you put them all together, it doesn't feel like it. It definitely doesn't. I, I felt like I was on the air with Bink for about 20 minutes in postgame. Turned out to be two hours. That's good. Oh, yeah. Glad Bink had a voice for two hours. I'll tell you what, Kansas City. You're Super Bowl champions. Your parade's Wednesday at 1130. It's time to get really, really, really sports horny. There's no more football to be played, but there's a lot of football to be talked about. This is something that this entire city, this entire town, four, almost five generations waited for. This is something that, as us millennials, you want to call us, waited for. People in this city continuously watching this team, continuously going through the days, the seasons, the emotions, the Damon Hewards, the Tyler Thigpins, the Brody Croyles, all that. And now this. Tonight was weird. It was fun. It was interesting. I feel like Salvador Perez in the World Series because Jillian Carroll was sitting in this seat that I'm sitting in, and she has a very beautiful fragrance, and now I'm wearing it, and I'm okay with it. That's where I'm at right now. Dude, I mean... I'm okay that I smell like the way that I smell right now. It's pretty. It's nice. And it works. Because right now, nothing else matters to anybody in Kansas City because you're either in a line somewhere, hopefully safe. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. You have my ass on the radio talking to you at this time of the hour because that's right, we're three three minutes in and I've already cursed. I have a feeling that's probably why I'm here. I know who I'm talking to. I know what I'm talking about. And that's all that matters. For two weeks, you waited for this night. For two weeks, you sat there and you thought to yourself, What's going to happen? You play theories in your head. How things are going to go out. How things are going to look. What's number 15 going to look like? Is he going to be rattled? What's Andy Reid's drawing up a play is going to be like? What's Travis Kelsey going to say if they win? All of that got answered. And it's crazy to think about this because, and we've got four hours to get to different topics, but the way that I want to start this off is that during this game, I was lucky enough to be around friends, close friends, and I will tell you this, and this is this is straight from the straight from the mind, it's straight from the heart, is that this in, that this industry, 
sports radio, and I'm not trying to say that it's tough, but this industry can suck the fandom out of you because you don't want to be biased about certain things. You don't want to be over-the-top, one-sided about certain things, but that's not what tonight's about. As I'm sitting around my group of friends, and the game was... I mean, it wasn't really a pretty game, if we, if we want to be honest with it. It wasn't, it wasn't a pretty game. But you're seeing the emotions of the people around you, and I'm sure this happened to other people. And I'll get into my lead topic in just a minute, but I'm sure that there's other people that you sat around in a house, at a party, at a bar. Hell, you might have been at the Super Bowl with somebody next to you. And I feel like you all were just kind of sitting there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to see when it would strike, when it would happen. And the comparison that I can give it to you is kind of like for KU fans for all your lives, that when you play at Allen Fieldhouse and when you see that team play, you just wait for that run. And we compared this team to Golden State. You waited for that run to start, and that's what happened tonight. You sat there, and you're like, all right, oh, cool. All right, we're good. Second quarter's our quarter. Second quarter didn't happen. Third quarter, the Chiefs just straight up, I'm not going to lie about it, they got their ass kicked. The Niners came out. They were pissed off out of halftime. It was 10-10, to and they just did what they wanted to do. And then the fourth quarter hit, and the legendary story, the continued success, and the final checkbox got hit. And this is where I want to start the show. Is that I'm going to go out on a—I'm not going to go out on a limb. To hell with that. It's a new era, period, in the NFL. When you look around the NFL, and I know that you've seen this, you've had what Nick Price said already, you had the Arrowhead Pride tailgate show, you had the postgame show, you got those reactions, you heard that audio. I'm going to be real with you right now for the next six minutes. The NFL, Kansas City, not the AFC West, not the AFC, the NFL from now on for the next four to five years at least, Goes through Kansas City. Why? Because of youth and talent. And that's the two combina- that's the that's just the two things that when they get together and they make that combination, that's exactly what this town and this team is going to see moving forward. Now I can't predict injuries in the future. I don't know how anybody could possibly do that, but you have an extremely talented, smart, driven, football-knowledge GM in Brett Veach. You can argue all you want about who put this team together, who scouted Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes' agent, who probably knows more than a lot of people about the situation, has always said, Lee Steinberg has always said, that Patrick Mahomes was Brett Veach's discovery, that he was always on to him. And you heard the audio last week that several people played where They were really turned on to Patrick Mahomes when they realized that he wanted to be in a game where his team was getting their ass kicked and it didn't matter. They weren't going to win, but he wasn't going to give up. Your franchise quarterback is 24. You know that. And your your coach, Andy Reid, who the the one thing that everybody said, eh, he's not a Hall of Famer, doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. That's debunked. That was the final check that he had to put on his resume. And the scariest damn thing about that is, is I've always thought this with Andy Reid. 
that he is a one-time, see it, figure it out. Once he's done that, the recipe is in his head. I know that's funny to use a recipe because he said tonight he was going to have a cheeseburger, maybe a double one with extra cheese. God bless his heart. But the thing about Andy Reid is that if he can do something once, he can obviously do it again. Andy Reid has had two losing seasons in the NFL, two. Andy Reid now has what he's always needed in a quarterback, somebody that can do more than what he can give them. The talent around Patrick Mahomes, young, together, how some around him who are still young, not even 30, are already talking about taking a pay cut in Sammy Watkins, who balled, and we'll get to Sammy. We'll get to Sammy here about his playoff run in a little bit. But when Sammy Watkins says, I'm willing to take a pay cut as long as I can stay in this system with this quarterback. But I'm telling you right now, tonight's fun. Well, last night was fun. Wednesday's going to be a party, and it doesn't matter if it was 25 degrees, 60 degrees, 9 degrees. You're all going to be there. But this is the future of the NFL. Absolutely. And you heard Andy after the game, too. I think it was on ESPN. He was saying, he was like, you know, I'm going to take some time to step back, think about this one, and then we're going to try for another one. And that's we've been saying it on Out of Bounds, and we've been saying it on all these fill-in shows over the last few weeks, Dusty, but... And you just said it just now. Once he figures it out, it's over. Like, he he can keep on doing that. And who knows? Who knows how many titles Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid together are just going to rail off in the next few years. And that's why the future is easy to predict when it comes to, obviously, if things go according to plan, barring, you know, severe injuries. You can't, you can't. Put those in in the in the in the legging of the future of seeing that throughout because you just don't know when those are going to happen. Nobody thought that Patrick Mahomes would dislocate his kneecap this year, but the combination of Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Brett Veach, and then you look at all the people around him, nobody wants to go anywhere else. There's not anybody on this team, and that's what's different about dynasties in the NFL. Now they haven't gotten there yet. And the famous Michael Jordan quote that I remember when when the Boston Celtics won and Ray Allen was getting interviewed, I feel like a couple weeks after, he said, Jordan called me. He said, hey, man, like good championship. You win one, you're a fluke. You win two, you're the truth. Now, there's a lot that moves forward when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'm not the only one. And this isn't biased talk. This isn't, oh, my God, nobody can beat them. I mean, nobody beat them in 10 weeks whatever you want to call it. This is just when you look at tonight and you see the season come to a close on February 2nd, 2020. You just see where this team is and where this team can go. And literally the sky is the limit. They have a top five wide receiver. They have a top three tight end. They have the number one quarterback. And I don't know how to put that in better words than like when you draft a fantasy team and you look at the guys that are at the top of the list and you look at why teams are successful and you look at how they drafted and then you go look at their team. Fantasy does this all the time on ESPN. They do this and they do the top rankings of each position. Well, the guys that are probably at the top of your league are the guys that probably have a top five quarterback and a top five running back and a top 10 receiver. The Chiefs have that, but in real life. 
And oh, by the way, they just drafted a, a receiver last year, McCall Hardman, who has potentially one of the highest ceilings I've seen in a receiver that got drafted that early other than Tyree Kill. And I'm not comparing the two. I'm just letting you know where this season is going after this year. What's next for the Chiefs? And you think about Andy Reid, right? And we'll get to Big Red. Because tonight was, you kind of felt more like his night. But the thing about this is, is like Nick and I were saying that we've said all the time on Out of, on out of Bounds, is that if Andy Reid, if Andy Reid can see something, break it down, and then put it into words after he's done all that, there's nobody better. And I know Belichick's probably the best coach that we've ever seen. And Andy Reid is won his first title a little bit later in his life. But as much talent around this team, Andy Reid, if he if he really wanted to, you you'd almost believe it, could put away maybe two more titles in the next four years. That'd be three titles in four years. That's a dynasty. Andy Reid would then have what's he got now? Two hundred and like twenty wins. I think it's two twenty two. Two twenty two on two oh two 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 oh two oh whatever it was. There was some like crazy numbered stat like that. But you look at what Andy Reid could do. If he could knock down two more titles in the next five years, it'd be three titles in five years, it'd be astronomically great. Andy Reid would then probably be in the top three of coaches of all time. And then all of a sudden, you've got Patrick Mahomes who's here. You have a franchise that's been set up and everything flipped tonight. And when we talk about how the future is going to be bright for Kansas City moving forward, the Chiefs open up as 7-1 to favorites to win Super Bowl 55, and Patrick Mahomes is a 5-1 to favorite to take back the MVP next year. That's what's crazy. Vegas believes it, too, because what just happened this year, team was down, team got healthy, team was good, personality show. It's a new era in the NFL, and it's in Kansas City, whether you want to believe it or not. But we talk about Andy Reid. Once he gets it figured out, you look at his record off a of bye. You look at his record against the AFC West. It's just, it just works when he sees it, like dissects it, puts it together. And now he's done that with a Super Bowl victory down 10 with seven minutes left with a quarterback who's 24 years old. Nick Price, Dusty Likens here on 610 Sports Radio. The feeling was there all along from the AFC Championship game last year. Out of bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price, 610 Sports Radio. been announced 11 30 a.m wednesday grand street do it you think there's people already like trying to like pick out a spot oh yeah i guarantee there's some people out there that have yeah. been like planning they're like okay so in 2015 this yeah. was the parade route it's gonna be similar we're gonna be no it's the exact same route is it the exact yeah, same the exact same i route. heard some rumors about them maybe like lengthening it because there's gonna be more people at this one. Oh yeah well, see, here's the deal. All right. And I don't know this to be true. But the way they want to do the parade is they want to get it in the most compact way they can do it because that's the way you can, can control it the best, right? Keep it in like a small route. Because I'm telling you what, man. You know how many people are going to demand the picture they had from Union Station from the World War One Memorial? And they wanted it all red next to the one that's all blue. 
that's the thing that you want in your living room. I mean, maybe not if you have like a family with like four kids. Maybe that goes in your man cave. How the hell with it? If I was married and I had four kids, I'd be like, come on, man. Come on, honey. Let me just put this in the living room. Let me yeah. put the blue swarm next to the red swarm. Let me get some one of those like creative like four pictures that make one picture of Kansas right, City right. in the one middle. One of those big canvases over your couch. My God. That or give me a picture of when Shakira and J-Lo turned around and looked you directly in the eyes and then shook their tail feathers. Mm. My God. What mm. a halftime show. We'll break that down a little bit later because yep. we're here till 6 a.m. Um, we're going to talk about heart. everything. Yeah, I didn't stand up for 30 minutes. Um, that's true. Um, the fragrance is still in here. It's still in the studio. It's, it's, I'm feeling it. I got that, I got that Jillian Carroll fragrance in here. It's popping. I mean, it's a lot better than the Dusty Likens fragrance. No, it's a lot better than the Jay Binkley energy drink, chewing tobacco, uh, company kitchen fragrance. Oh God. We raided that company kitchen during the game, man. There's nothing left. I had a Lunchable about five minutes ago. Yeah, me too. I had to have some sort of fuel. Got to get this thing going. Um, but yeah, Mayor Quentin Lucas announced, I mean, almost immediately after the game, I'm not going to take credit. I tweeted at him, said, Mayor Lucas, now would be the perfect time to let us all know when the parade is. Wednesday, 1130. Some people are smart and rented out hotel rooms and, uh, they have a balcony on grand. I remember the most, I think the most electrifying thing I think I saw at the parade when the Royals were in 2015, because I was in the same building. I was standing right behind uh, Parkins and Carrington as I think they were doing the drive live uh, from the old Cashew at the time. And I think the most, like just the most astonishing thing I saw was just that like nobody cared how close people were with one another, yet where they were, as long as they got a shot of like the vehicle that that person was in and saw the trophy. And it was weird, like seeing the trophy, seeing the person hold the trophy for the first time. That's when like everything kind of sank in when you were like, okay, we're like, the city's like the champions of the world. Mm -hmm. And I get it, man. Like the world series was great. It's going to have nothing on this Super Bowl. And like Nick Price and I had predicted way back at the start of the year, we said, Hey, you might want to get your tickets and you might want to get to St. Joe really early. This is, Training camp's going to look a lot like FanFest in 2014. And it did. We said, hey, you're going to want to go to this preseason game because everybody's going to want to be there because it's going to be packed. And it was. I'm telling you now, my projection for the parade is $3 million. They are predicting... $3 mil. Yeah. They are projecting... 1.5 to like 1.3. That's kind of, I was thinking like right around like one and a half. Right. There was 800,000, I think, at the Royals parade. There'll be at least, I, I just really, you got to think about this, man. Iowa, Nebraska, Kansas, Missouri, some Texas people, maybe. Some Oklahoma, some Arkansas. Right. Like, like some, when the Royals won, you could kind of look at like the population of the Kansas City metro area is about 800,000 people. Right. And that's pretty much what showed up because baseball, and especially the Royals are a little bit more regional, but right. there's a reason why they call this thing Chiefs Kingdom because yeah. it spans over like seven states. And what? there's going to be people coming in from all across the Midwest to come see what happens on Wednesday. And the two, the two crazy things that I will say uh, that really fit this theory is the most popular sport in America is the NFL. No doubt. Um, I don't know if I need to like get into stats about that. I just think that's an obvious thing. I don't even think he needs stats. No. And then the other thing too is that not everybody got to go to Miami. Not everybody's that. Um, 
not everybody is that well off. Not everybody has that type of 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 revenue that they could just be like, you know what, the hell with it. I'm going to fly to Miami. I'm going to go to the game. I'm going to drop, you know, 10 grand on a trip. Not everybody can do that. Um, a lot of people can get in their car and drive to Kansas City, rent a hotel room, no matter where it's at. Kansas City's not huge. You can get a hotel room somewhere and you can stick around or you can get an Airbnb downtown or whatever. I know a lot of them are sold out, but only in like certain areas. And that's just because they had a, they wanted a spot for the parade. But I'm telling you right now that people will make that trip because I think there's a little bit of like Royals history in there. Cause I think there's probably some people that were like, I didn't go to the Royals parade. And then I just kind of heard and saw like everybody's reactions and, and I just got to hear and feel what people got to do during the parade because no one had seen or expected what it could be like in the modern time of 2015. And I think when you see this Chiefs team win, you don't get – like with the World Series, you got to go to a game, right? You got there, – there's probably a chance that you could somehow like, you know, scram together and get a pair of tickets. And it was like might have hurt the, you know, the bank account, but you were still able to do it because they play those games, you know – here domestically right and there's also just like a lot of games so throughout the playoffs and then like the two world series and so you're looking at maybe like 300 bucks a ticket or something for a world series game as opposed to like five thousand dollars you know and so that's a big thing i just know from like personal experience i had a lot of friends that weren't even chiefs fans right but like they went to ku with me and they've kind of been around us for long enough to where like the chiefs are their second team And they all flew in from all over the country just to be a part of this today. Right. And you can definitely bet that they're going to be sticking around. And a lot of people like that are going to be flocking to Kansas City because it is special. And I think there's a lot of people that either were at the 2015 Royals parade that want to relive that with their other favorite team or people, like you said, that missed out on that. And they're like, hey, I'm never going to miss out on an opportunity like that again. Do you think it's going to look like a zombie apocalypse again where people are just parking their cars on 35 and yeah. getting out? Oh, no doubt. Guaranteed. Be safe. Um, I don't know how this is going to go, but for some reason, it's 327 in Miami. 327 in the morning. Cody Tapp is joining us next, and I mean, who knows where this is going. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. Uh, Another nugget about the parade and why there'll be so many people there. They're already canceling schools in certain districts. You might as well just go ahead and say the hell with it Wednesday, everybody else. We know you're going to do it. We know you're going to kill all the vibes. You have to. Nothing else is going to matter. I think the only place that might be open might be Quick Trip. I hope. God, I love Quick Trip. I stopped by there tonight, and I wanted to get every single taquito. I went to Quick Trip three times today. Good for you. That's good. Could use a lung dart, but my voice won't. Uh, This is from the text line from the Smitty's Garage Burgers and Beer text line. That's seven in a row that have come off clean uh, when promoting that text line, Nick Price. I'm a KC transplant in Denver, and I plan on driving to Kansas City on Tuesday. I cannot wait for the parade. Um, I don't know how the hell, honestly, this man is still going. 
but I respect the hell out of it because Cody Tapp is live in Miami. And Cody Tapp, you are now on the air with myself. Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Honestly, <laughs> I guess considering I got up super early and it's 3.30 in the morning in Miami. Yeah, you can sleep when you die. Ah, the hell with it. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I mean, honestly, come on. If I'm not going to stay up now, who the hell am I going to? I got kids at home. I'm up all the time. Three million people. You know, at the, three million people at the parade Wednesday. You taking that? It's fine. Oh God. Uh, it's fine. There were eight hundred thousand projected at that. I gotta think at least two mil. There was. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so many people. There was Nick Price and I looked this up during the break. There was one point three million for the Cavaliers when they won their NBA title, which was something that Cleveland never knew existed. Were titles. And 1.3 out of a population of just over 2 million in the area showed up for that. So that means that everybody showed up. Clearly, Kansas City is bigger than Cleveland. I know it's going to look like a zombie apocalypse, but I have to encourage anybody and everybody to at least go get a slice of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I was at the Royals Parade. Oh, yeah. I there at Union Station on the second level while Johnny Gomes gave the speech. And I was working. So I didn't even get to enjoy it as much as some other people. And I'd still tell you, if you're a fan, do it. Do it. For the same reason I told Gold, we were down here. We got back to the house at like 1.48 in the morning. Hey, man, I'm going down to South Beach. He's like, what? I was like, I'm in Miami. The Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. How many times are you going to say that in your life? So I'm going to South Beach. I'm going to see if something's open. I'm going to get a drink. And then, you know, I'll figure tomorrow out tomorrow was kind of a thought. And I'm still, I guess, riding that. I'm supposed to take Pesco and Kling to the intercom station here in Miami yeah. at like 5.30. So that's 5.30 local time. So I got to think I got two hours still before I got to do that. I'm in great shape. Are you kidding? Are you near? I'm like 90 minutes of sleep and just move on. Again, you can sleep when you die. Um, is that the yeah. ocean that I hear behind you currently? I am currently, I'll send a photo out after we finish. I am currently overlooking uh, all the water in downtown Miami. It's like 50 feet from the, uh, the Airbnb. So, God, that's nice. Uh, if I can ask you this, was there, I mean, I know that the, I know the attendance at the Super Bowl was, was heavily favored in the Chiefs, but, like, did you get that vibe that when they were down late in the fourth quarter that there was, like, Everybody seemed to be cool as a cucumber. It didn't seem like people were getting frantic. Even around the groups of people that I was with, it seemed like people were still just kind of like, it's okay. Like, would you say that that's fully the effect on Chiefs fans now that the the narrative of we always get our hearts ripped out, we always lose the game, now that it's now that it's Patrick Mahomes back there and they've seen the proof in the pudding when it comes to the Houston and the Titans game, did that feel that way inside Hard Rock? Yeah, I mean, how quickly you can completely erase a lifetime of frustration over that. I mean, how quickly you can just get rid of a lifetime of frustration over that. Because Adam Holmes is 4-1 in the postseason, has two AFC championship games in, under his belt, one AFC championship win, and now a Super Bowl. So, like, it's done. There's no more, like, the, the bugaboo is gone. If anything, they've completely reversed it for other teams. I tweeted this out earlier. The Chiefs were down 24 to the Texans, one by 20. They were down a, they were down 10 to the Titans, mm-hmm. one by 11. They were down 10 with 8:30 to play 
against the 49ers in the Super Bowl and won by 10. They trailed by a total of 44 points and still won all three of those games by a combined 42. That's it. There's no more, like, ghosts haunting you. That's it. That's ball game. I just think that all that dies with Mahomes. Super Bowls change everything. What did you do when they did the circle when they did the circles play at the at the goal line where they did like almost like a boy band routine before they scored? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember now. Um, I mean, all of it was like kind of a blur. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, I don't. I'm like, uh, I mean, look, we all kind of laugh when they make stuff like that happen, right? Yeah. Um, but a lot of it's a blur. I'm gonna have to like go back and watch that game. Obviously, not before the show tomorrow, but. Right. I don't know. Maybe on the plane right out tomorrow. I'll figure out a time one way or another. You're not jet lagged. You're just sleep lagged. Um, yeah. It's, again, it's fine. That rollover into Tuesday morning show be a little tough, but I'll be all right. And then parade and, you know, I mean, you just, what's the point? Like, if you're going to be in this business or if you're going to love sports, this is what you do it for. So, I mean, a little less sleep. I won't be the only one sleep deprived in KC. I'm sure of that. No, they'll be about. Two and a half million people to be sleep deprived. Cody, I know you've been on Twitter all night. What's the best moment you've seen post game uh, from this game tonight? Ooh, man. Uh, you know what? Travis Kelsey's Instagram feed. Do yourself a favor. <laughs> there you go. And go through every single second of that thing. The look on Andy's face, shirtless Chris Jones, whatever you want. Like, if you want to know behind the scenes of what happened after the Chiefs left, even that media stuff. Go to his Instagram feed, and you'll love every minute of it. We led the show tonight with uh, the future of the NFL is what everybody watched tonight. You agree with that? Yeah, that's it. He changed it. I've had a couple of what had two two national people tell me he's Steph Curry. Like he's just he's going to change the way we play football, and the way he plays football right now is true in that nature. And I mean, I, I don't know that you're going to run across a quarterback like him anytime soon again, but it's just. He erases all of that stuff. And it's funny. And like, I just go back. Yes. Yes. You're watching the future. I just go back and think about all the dumb things people used to nitpick about. Like, all right, through training camp interceptions or he didn't win in college. You're like, okay, yep. Can we all disagree now that all that? He, and he didn't like have the biggest hand size. You're like, can we just ignore all of this nonsense? Right. And just understand that somebody's either got it or they don't. And he has always had it. He was never a quitter. In Texas Tech, when they finished 500 all those years, they go toe-to-toe with Oklahoma, who were national powerhouse, you know, like during right. that time. He'd have no defense, and he'd go out there and sling it for 700 yards just to make it plausible. Now he has a real coach and a real team, and he's kind of making all that stuff plausible. I think it just – the way he plays is different than anyone else in the NFL. Last one, I'm going to let you get on with your life, um, mostly because I'm just sick of hearing the waves crash up against the shore while it's – Still nice here in Kansas City today. It's not it's not ocean view nice. Um Yeah, sure. Outside of Cody Tapp, the radio personality and professional, what did this trip in Miami with the team that you grew up watching, what did it mean to you? I was one for a lifetime. I mean honestly, like I, I Best I, trip I, ever? I, probably. Yeah, I mean, probably. I just spent nine days in Miami. And it got to culminate in that. It's for me. It's you know I didn't really know what to expect going down here. I mean the Chiefs. Like I mean you have to think about where I've been too. I just started in middays less than a month ago, which was a dream job. 
and I grew up in Kansas City, and now I'm in Miami. And then I just watched the Chiefs watch the Super Bowl from inside the stadium. And they got to go talk to players and coaches and even managed to yell over a crowd to ask Andy Reid for Mahomes impersonation. Oh, he didn't he do did it. Not, he did not oblige. I thought for sure I was getting that. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's, I don't think it's fully sunk in, probably a lot like for the players and stuff like that. But, yeah, I'll, I'll think back on this trip fondly for a very long time. Cody, you're a good man. I want you to get a little bit of sleep, but I want you to just really just soak it all in, man. It's uh, it's been a hell of a ride. You've got you've done a good job covering all this thing, man, and you really make me want to drink flavored margaritas. <laughs> Thanks. Take, you guys later. Take care, Cody. Cody Tapp, live in Miami, joined us here on post game continued post game coverage here on six ten Sports Radio. You can hear it in his voice, right? You can oh, kind of yeah. you can kind of feel it. Like I know that we're supposed to be professional, but you can just kind of feel it. Uh, coming through the airwaves and Cody's voice where it's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm on a pier watching the ocean just kind of do its thing here at 3.40 in the morning. I'm talking sports and I haven't gone to bed and I've got to drive these two uh, yahoos to their job to do their job tomorrow at 5.30 a.m. So it's a different kind of a trip. I mean, it's just a different kind of a night. When you win a championship like this, like I remember I was at KU when the Royals won in 2015 and, you know, we went and stormed Mass Street and then, we stayed up until like six forty-five or something. Oh, yeah. Like we were just, we just kept going, kept partying, kept seeing a bunch of people and making memories. And I mean, this is what it's all about, man. Like soak in, soak this in, Kansas City, because it might be, it might not be the last, but the first one's always special. That's right. We really go to the phone lines. Two forty-two in the morning. Sunny and Gladstone, keep it clean. What's up, Sunny? Hey, gentlemen. It's just nice to say it, man. The Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. You're damn right. Uh, I just got to say it. Well, I'm going to throw a little backstory at you guys with me. Uh, I grew up out uh, – I was born in Jersey and raised in Philly, and I come from a family of diehard Eagles fans, season ticket holders. Uh, one of my very first memories in my life, though, is watching ESPN and watching Derek Thomas and Neil Smith. Uh, I moved out here to Kansas City in the early 2000s, went to Arrowhead once, seen Priest home score a touchdown, seen Gonzalez dunk it through the goalpost, fell in love, became a diehard Chiefs fan. And since then, man, it's been the ups and the downs. You know, the Vermeule era with the ups and the Pioli era with the downs. And, you know, I, every year I, I always show up. I show up to Arrowhead, you know, three or four or five games a year. Uh, I've got four kids, four sons. I'm trying to carry on the, the tradition with them, uh, with Chiefs football. And it's just so special to me to sit there and watch my nine-year-old son tonight watch the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Like that's something that he'll remember for the rest of his life. And it's and it's great too, man, with all my Philly family reaching out and they're all hyped in Philadelphia tonight for Andy Reid because he got that ring and, and he and he freaking deserved it. It was the cherry on top. And uh I'm just so happy to be calling into you guys and I'm listening to you guys and you guys are rocking it like you always do and now we're rocking it at two forty five in the morning in this city that's right. Still alive, still vibing, man. Sonny, can I ask you a question? And that is, when did it when did it hit you tonight that that your team that you just elaborated on when did it sink in that that they were the Super Bowl champions? I'm still in shock, okay. dude. Dude, I, dude, I'm still I'm still in shock from the AFC Championship game. Like, I was with a group of friends tonight watching watching the game out in Raytown, and like all of us were just like, like no one was like overly excited, hyped up. Like we're just like in shock. Like it's just. Can't believe it. You know what I mean? Oh, I hear you. It's not really. I don't think it's really going to hit me until you know I'm down at the parade on Wednesday. So you are you gonna know? are you gonna take the nine year old? 
up. Dude, I'm taking a nine-year-old, the two-year-old. I'll take the one-year-old. I'll take the dog. I'll take the freaking I, – I don't care, man. You oh know what God, I mean? Like family. It, 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 this is – oh, my God. I can't – and I'm not – I'm a Phillies fan. I'm not a Royals fan, and I was happy for other Royals fans, and I didn't go to that parade, but, you know, all my buddies, you know, they grew up Royals fans, and they were happy for that, and they were, you know – I've seen pictures of the parade and videos of the parade, and you know what they say the parade, the Royals parade was eight hundred thousand. That's right. Dude, we're, that, we're, yeah. topping, we're topping over a million, like easily. I said three million. I hope you're part of it. And Sonny, thanks for the call. Hey man, you guys keep rocking, and thanks for taking my call, fellas. You got it, man. World Take care. Champions, Super Bowl champions, baby. That's right. Can't take that away from you the rest of your life. How about this? They kicked us off Mass Street tonight, but we saw some property damage. When we went back later. Mm. I saw a video on Barstool KU where a guy was just pouring boxed wine down people's throats. Yeah, my uh, my sister is a freshman. She was part of that mass street storming, so fun for her. Uh, Sonny kind of nailed that uh, towards the end about Great what this call. next... Uh, yeah, thanks for the call, Sonny. I had a Gladstone. This next topic is kind of what he hit on because I have a feeling a lot of people were thinking the same thing at a certain point towards the end. Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. Back in on 610 Sports Radio. First hour almost in the books. Nick Price and I, we have you until 6 a.m. until the guys from Fesco take over from Miami. Like, they're still there. They're still going. Dusty, that had to be the fastest hour of radio we've ever done. Yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, man, when you got something like this... Okay, so this is Batman that we're getting ready to go to? Yeah, I'm not confirmed if he is, like, the Batman. Do you sound like the Christian Bale version or, like, the George Clooney version? Maybe, yeah, something in between. Shout out Jillian Maybe Michael Carroll. Keaton. She has a two and a half hour drive back home. I know she's listening. All right, Batman, let us know. What's up, man? You know, it's not that long when you're in the Batmobile, okay? Okay. But I'm, I'm trying to tell you that. I kind of like the Christian Bale because I like the way he takes on 30 or 40 guys at one time. And he's sexy. Well, it's pretty wicked, but every one of them is dead. Really, that Batman ain't nothing. I mean, the superheroes are my chiefs, man. I'm not kidding you. I, I watched it. Yeah, you know, I went up to St. Joe. I'm not kidding. I got the, they got the special schedule with Patrick on it, and it had all the games. And I got up there late. And my friends were fighting and stuff, and uh, they didn't want to pay. So, so anyway, I just went. I just walked. Because there wasn't much time left, I walked straight into the field. I got to see him. Travis was in his shorts and stuff. I, he walked through the goalpost, and I was standing right there by the field. And Chris Jones walked over, and I swear to God, I said, "Uncle Chris, I'm glad you came back because you came back for the ring, bro. It, we're getting the ring." And I swear to God, I said it to him, and I believe that was good karma. That was fat karma, my brother. You going to the parade Wednesday? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you want the Batman to actually reveal himself? You know, I've got, I've been texting you guys. Maybe. I love the kingdom. Your station has the best coverage. We we wear every minute, every second of it. And now we got the trophies can sit side by side at Arrowhead, bro. Hey, Batman, thanks for partying with us all night tonight, man. We appreciate I'll it. See you. Bro, I'm going all night. I'm going three days. I'm going to see you at the parade. Bro. I will see you. I'll make an appearance and I'll take a picture with you. I promise. What a pleasure, bro. Should I wear the mask? <laughs> you do whatever you want to do, man. 
It's on, brother. This is special to me, man. It's like I said, you're going to tell your grandchildren. They're going to tell their children. It's going to be legendary like Mel Gibson. That's you're right. talking to those kids, man. All right, man. Thanks the for the call, Batman. Beyond the Thunderdome, my brothers. Keep it all night long, three days. You got it, yeah, baby. I mean, that's the energy, right? Oh, yeah. That's where everybody's coming from. I got a tweet on uh, on Twitter from uh, from Noah. It says, do I stay up and listen to them until I fall asleep against my will, or do I go to sleep so I can listen to 610 Sports KC all day tomorrow? Just leave us on. Lay in your bed. Let my voice soothe you into a championship sleep. And then when you fall asleep and don't know it, you're going to wake up and you're going to hear somebody else's voice from 610 Sports Radio because this is going to go on all day long for the rest of the day Monday, for the rest of the day Tuesday. Well, we're going to stop around somewhere around 9 p.m. I don't know if that's going to go all the way around the clock, but I'm telling you right now, thank you all for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Nick Price, Dusty Likens, we're bringing it to you till 6 a.m. Shout out Chris Unicero and Jillian Carroll. They were on before us. Both of them had to drive home. Jillian's got a two and a half hour drive. She's still kicking it with us for now. I'm sure when she hits the pillow, she's out. But one thing I want to talk about real quick, and this is something that I was talking about that uh, Sonny was bringing up, and that is this one had up to four generations of Chiefs fans who had seen it all. The 80s was a, man, not a good time for the Chiefs, right? My dad used to always tell me this story about how in, the 80s, he could go to Kansas, he go to a Kansas City Chiefs game, buy a ticket, and move down, down close to like the 50-yard line. He could get in real easy, move his seat. Nobody said anything to him because not a lot of people went to the games. And then the 90s came around, right? Then there's the 90s generation of fans that got the Carl Peterson tenure, Marty Schottenheimer, Marty Ball, great defense. Knew how to be clock manageable. Marcus Allen, Joe Montana, all these types of guys that filled in the roles as Chiefs players in the 90s. And it always ended in disappointment. That was the Neil Smith, Derek Thomas era. All these guys that were on this team that are iconic figures in Kansas City Chiefs fandom history. Guys you remember like Dan Saliamua. And it never got done. You had teams that were... 13 and 3, 12 and 4, just like you've had recently. And it just never got done. Then the 2000s hit with a little bit more promise. Emotional Dick Vermeil came in. Dante Hall, the X Factor. Tony Gonzalez getting into his prime. All of these things that are starting to like look like a team that had such an explosive offense. And it was always like, man, I don't know if the defense can hold up. And you lose those heartbreakers against Indianapolis. You get ran out of the building by the Baltimore Ravens. And you just realize to yourself, We're just not quite there. Then that Houston game happened. And that's what I bring up against Cody Tapp. Because Cody Tapp was even saying, like, for all these years, all these fans, my grandfather, my dad, myself, uh, people that are younger than me, cousins, I mean, just nephews, everybody. And now that narrative has completely flipped and completely changed And it all started with that Houston game. Mm -hmm. I was in this studio with Kent Swanson, Jay Binkley, Pete Sweeney, and they're down 24 points. And I'm looking at Jay Binkley dead in the eyes, and I'm like, man, this feels a lot like that Oklahoma and LSU game where, like, one team was clearly better in this day and the other one just didn't, like, maybe show up. And then things start to happen, and you start to watch it unfold, and you're like, okay, Patty Ice, here he comes. 
Now they scored. They scored again. They scored again. And that Steph Curry um, comparison starts to come out where it's like this guy's untouchable. This guy's in a heater. He can't be stopped. And everybody starts to go around. And after you got your hearts ripped out your entire life by guys like John Elway um, and, 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 you know, losing to Buffalo, watching Montana lay on the field helpless, and you're just like, this was our best chance and we lost. You lose to Jim Harbaugh and the Indianapolis Colts because Lynn Elliott can't make field goals. And now you're the ones looking forward that are ripping out the hearts. Think of Houston fans up 24 against the Chiefs at Arrowhead against Patrick Mahomes and that defense that was too smart or rent was due or Frank Clark. And all of a sudden, you're ripping the hearts out. You're like, well, we've never seen this before. Maybe I need to take myself a step back and realize what we have at quarterback. And that's 15 and 10 and 87 and 14 and 17 and 26. And then all of a sudden, you see the Tennessee game. And you're like, wow, they're up 10 points. I'm not scared. It's not, you don't have that feeling anymore. And you win that game. And then tonight, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody. But down 10 with just under nine minutes left. And all of a sudden, the spark happens. And you're like, see, there's always a chance because 15's giving you that belief. It wasn't some random other person. And how does Houston feel? Who cares? Chiefs fans dealt with it for 20 year, for 50 years. Same for San Fran. They've got five Super Bowls in their franchise history. They've dealt with this before. The Chiefs were always the one. Losing to Denver. Losing to the Colts. Losing to the Baltimore Ravens. Losing to the Bills. That time has passed. And as the mayor said, there's a parade Wednesday at 1130. Go to it. Be a part of it. Be part of that $3 million that I'm thinking could possibly come out there. I'll tell you this. Came from the text line earlier. This is what the text line reads. Don't want to go unannounced, but how about the big game from Sammy Watkins? Best of luck in his future, whatever it may be. But what a postseason for that man. Doubts on his contract, no doubt, but showed up big in the games when that mattered. I'll tell you what, Mr. Starship, did you ever decide to come alive at the right time? Out of Bounds with Dusty Likens and Nick Price. 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.